Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys. Uh, here we are, ready to hit you with episode eight. Uh, we are uh, coming around the corner twice, like a double eight, figure eight. That, that's a it's a bad joke, but it's gonna be a fun episode nonetheless. And uh, hopefully, uh, our videos work this entire time. So, hey Jim, yeah, how are you today? I'm good. My face is moving while I talk now, so this is good. Um, yeah, I restarted the computer after last week. It worked fine. I did have one uh, Zoom call over the weekend that about halfway through, I just my face totally locked up. Audio worked fine again. So I don't know what my camera's deciding. I've been on plenty of calls, though, that have worked. So we're going to hope this hangs in there for however long we talk. There you go. Awesome. Well, we have got... Um, a few things we want to talk about this week. Um, and the first thing is a quick recap of Fighter Fest and Great American Bash Night 1. Uh, we'll run down the results. I've got those here, Tom, if you want. Or did you have them? Or we didn't talk about yeah, that before. Yeah, we were... please, please do. Yes. Okay. You. I did. I grabbed them here. Uh, let's see. We'll start with uh, NXT, Great American Bash Night 1. Uh, the number one contenders elimination match. Tegan Knox wins the elimination match over Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, and Mia Yim. Timothy Thatcher beat Oni Lorcan uh, in a handicap match. Rhea Ripley beat Aaliyah and Robert Stone, where if she would have lost, she would have had to join the Robert Stone brand. Uh, sorry, that was an early comment. Uh, strap, we had a strap match, Dexter Loomis over Roderick Strong. And then in the main event, Io Shirai in a non-title match beat Sasha Banks uh, with some, I wouldn't say interference, but Asuka to uh, help alleviate the problems with Bailey being around the ring. So um, that was night one of NXT's Great American Bash. And then on uh, Fighter Fest, Dynamite, or whatever you want to call it, for AEW, uh, their results for night one, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy got a win over MJF and Wardlow. Uh, the women's title match, Hikaru Shida retained her title over Penelope Ford. The TNT title match actually went on a lot earlier than I thought it would. Cody uh, over Jake Hager retains his title. Uh, I Private Party won against uh, Santana and Ortiz, which turned into a number one contenders match. Uh, originally wasn't, but now Private Party will move on this week to get a tag title shot, which we'll talk about when we get to the preview for this week. And then in the tag title match last week, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, uh, much to the surprise of you and I, beat Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta uh, to retain those titles. So those are the results from night one. Uh, we're going to go over what we call three big things, which is each of us have three thoughts uh, over the, the night. It, it, it could be, it's not three from each show. It could be from NXT. It could be from AEW. Uh, Tom, what is your first big thing from night one of those two events? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go maybe outside the boundaries of talking about like the in-ring because there was a lot of good there and I'm sure we'll get to it. But for me, it uh, the, the big takeaway that I felt when I watched both was presentation. Uh, Fighter Fest just looked like big, big, bright, bold, and beautiful. Uh, I can go with more adjectives if you'd like, but like it just it, it it shined for me. The whole night just shined, and and the aesthetic of Daly's place as the sun sets as that show goes on, pretty awesome in my opinion. Uh, and NXT just was really dark. Now, granted, I know that they've been in the same venue for a while, and maybe the lighting is less when there's no crowd. Uh, I don't know. It just felt really dark last week, Wednesday. So my big thing was just the the, the look of uh, a Fighter Fest AEW. Uh, really, like it was head and shoulders above 
my 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 perception of NXT. And I agree. Daly's place is a great venue. I mean, they have they have got an awesome opportunity there because uh, Tony Khan and his family own it um, that they can run there. Uh, and it um, even I, I, just to jump in on yours there for a minute, even having some fans. And I think this was last week. They run together after a little while. But having some they weren't fans, I realized, but having some crew wrestlers, extras, AEW arc jobbers, whatever they are uh, up in the stands. Um, not just standing around ringside, you know, like everybody, like they've been doing at AEW and like WWE has been doing, um, but actually having a few, and it wasn't full, obviously, because you're doing distancing and all that, but sitting up in the stands. I thought that was a cool touch when, uh, I don't remember now who, well, the Jericho and Cassidy, I don't, yeah. Anyways, um, I, I totally get what you're saying on that presentation piece. Totally. My first uh, big thing uh, was in ring, and that's Tegan Knox. Um, I love that she won this match. She was not, uh, I think, who either one of us thought was going to probably win. Um, I think we both kind of talked about Dakota Kai. I think we talked about Knox as a possibility. Um, but I, I love it. Do I have? Do I think she's going to beat Io Shirai? Probably not. Um, but I like that they're finally doing something with her because she's really good. Um, I understand after two knee injuries, they probably were a little gun shy to pull a trigger on, on pushing her too hard right away. Um, because you just want to make sure she's not going to be that injury prone person who's never around, but, um, she's hung in there and, and I'm really excited to see Shirai and, uh, Knox, which apparently is not going to happen this week. Um, at least in the matches they've announced, it's not there. So, uh, that will come sometime in the future here on NXT. I doubt they'd push it all the way to if they do a takeover for SummerSlam, but because uh, it's not like it's a heated feud or anything, unless they start one, who knows? Um, but um, I was, I really, that match was really good. I, I, all four ladies are super talented, um, and I was thrilled to see Tegan get that big win. Yeah, that was a that was a fun opener. That's for sure. That was really enjoyable. One of the highlights uh, of that night on NXT for me. Uh, I'm gonna say next, my second big thing was. Uh, the the finish of the TNC title match. Um, match was a little long in the tooth for me. Um, and just one more comment there. Interestingly enough, uh, if you think back to the way that Jericho was talking about Penelope Ford, about how she looks like a star and she dresses like a star, and you know, and then Jake Hager comes out and he's got very basic blue tights. It's like <laughs> uh, it's like uh, like the 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 low budget flash funk apparel from '99. Um, anyway, and he's on your crew, like he's in the inner circle. So I just thought that was ironic, hilarious, a combination of the both. So that's not what I'm here to talk about, though. I really, I really, I really liked the finish of the match. I thought it was really creative to have uh, Cody be in the choke and then to position himself where Hager's shoulders were on the mat. And then the referee come to the pinfall. Hager thought he won. Cody's clearly out. Dustin has to come and revive him. So clearly, not that I'm itching to see a rematch. The fact that they've built to it uh, will, will hopefully give them a chance to run it back and be better than they were the first time. Uh, so that that was good for me. Uh, it was exciting. Um, and again, to tease a little bit more, just and maybe we'll talk about it in the preview because I don't know that there's a TNT title match plan, but he's supposed to be running this hellacious schedule. And Cody, you stopped. So at least you've been on social media in the last, I think, 48 hours asking for who fans want to see him. And there's been a lot of a lot of names thrown out, Eddie Kingston being one I saw quite a bit in our circle of friends on Twitter, uh, which would be great. But there's a lot of other guys, too. So um, Hager rematch down the road for sure. But bring that, bring back that, that open challenge every week, man. That is just 
I mean, I did see a tweet where he said it'll be back after Fighter wraps up this week. So, okay. uh, so now so whether then, it'll be a fight for the Fallen in two yeah. weeks. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. And uh, Warhorse was another name that I saw a ton. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Warhorse at all, working in the Indies there in the, the Midwest, but um, he's a fun character. I like Warhorse um, and, and a good worker. So we'll see. Be interesting. That's that's what I want to see more of, though, out of that open challenge is more of those types. You know, the Ricky Starks types. I mean, whether people loved or hated Ricky Starks um, or even AEW guys that aren't necessarily getting a lot of, you know, push right now. Please don't make Michael Nakazawa one of them, though. That's please. Um, he got a win on Dark tonight. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, Nakazawa gets a win. Uh, Water is wet. Squirrels find, <laughs> squirrels find nuts. That's what I meant. <laughs> right, yeah, blind squirrels find nuts. Um, so my second thing, I, I guess I stayed kind of kind of in ring on these. Um, although my last one, when we get to three, is a, a hybrid. Uh, but number two uh, was uh, man, I really like Timothy Thatcher and Oni Lorcan. Um, they have lots of history with each other back to the, their beyond wrestling days and, and, um, not necessarily evolve. I don't think Oni ever worked there full time. I know he worked some shows, um, once the WWE thing started, uh, before WWE owned them, which they currently now own evolve. But, um, I, I just really like this match. And I think part of what, what I really liked about it was I was a little concerned with the vignettes, um, that they were doing with the Thatch's Thatch Ken style, that they were going to go comedy with Timothy Thatcher, who has more personality than I think most people have realized. And I think he's shown that in those vignettes and he showed it when he worked with Riddle. Uh, but that's not his strong suit. I think, I think you need to add that in the personality pieces, um, but he needs to be a killer. He needs to just be ripping arms off and that sort of thing. And Lurkin is a, was a perfect foil for that because that's the style he wants to work too. Um, so I really enjoyed that match. I enjoy what they're doing with Thatcher. Um, I wish they'd give Lorcan more of a push than just the tough guy who usually loses when it's a big match. Um, and even in his team with Birch, you know, they don't usually get much of a push. They might get a tag title match here and there. In fact, I, they had one here recently. Um, wish they do more with him, but that's a different thing. Um, but I really enjoyed that match. It was a good, snug, um, hard-hitting, and, and well-worked uh, match. So, so that was really fun for me, that one. Yeah, no, and I, I look forward to what else Timothy Thatcher will give us. Um, and how they'll, how they'll present them. Again, who knows how long they're going to have to run the way they're running So until fans come back, but then it'll be interesting to see when that eventually does happen, if this is still going on or however he's evolved, to see how fans react to. Uh, that'll be a fun kind of element to add to that. Uh, my third thing, and it's nice because actually I could go for more than three, but I'm glad we're capping it at three. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Sasha and EO. Uh, so despite, I know that you mentioned, I was a little, a little bit of a funky finish there with Asuka getting involved and kind of neutral, neutralizing Bailey, uh, for lack of a better term. And of course, Asuka and Sasha are going to be coming up here when we preview uh, the horror show in the, in the next week or so. Uh, so... <laughs> so so the eye idea, for an eye that's all i'm saying we'll have lots well, to say next week now we know why it's the horror show so <laughs> oh, uh, yeah no really 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 good match like like i would love to see it again without question uh it was it was very top notch uh and even with the ending being what it was um 
that's the way you have to do that ending. I mean, there's right. there, I mean, there's other ways to do it, but that's a very smart way to get there. So I'm, I'm not mad at that. And the in-ring was super. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, you, you can't just totally cleanly have Sasha lose, but you also don't want Sasha to come in and beat your champ on NXT either. That's especially when Charlotte just was the NXT champion. You know, you need to make sure that division stays strong because um, it's loaded. Uh, my third thing, so, all right, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a second here um, and and complain, and I went and pulled some stats. Uh, my third thing, my takeaway was Santana and Ortiz. These guys were one of the top tag teams in the world when they came in AEW. I think a lot of people were jacked and jazzed about them coming in AEW. I was. Um, I thought, man, they're, you know, they're going to have these awesome matches, and, and they're going to be top, you know, they're... I, figured they would be like the second tag team champions because they came in right at a time when they didn't end up in the tournament for the tag titles, but figured they would, they would be there. Um, so let me just throw some things at you, Tom. Um, they are not currently ranked in the top five of uh, the AEW tag team rankings as of last Wednesday. Um, and obviously losing to private parties, not going to get them into the top five rankings. Um, they are two and three this year in tag team matches, just straight tag team matches. Uh, though they did also win a match on Chris Jericho's cruise that wasn't shown on Dynamite. Um, I happened, the website I had happened to have all the results from Jericho's cruise. So that doesn't even really count. It's kind of like a house show basically at that point. So they're two and three in televised tag team matches this year. The two wins they've had were on dark against the world famous tag teams of Brady Pierce and Musa and big game Leroy and EJ Lewis. What are we doing people? <laughs> like, they're losing left and right. They did win a couple of six-man tags. I actually went back and looked. They won three um, six-man tags, only one of which did Santana got the pinfall. Um, that was the one right before, which should have been blood and guts right before everything went to crap uh, with Corona. Uh, they are easily one of the best tag teams in the world. They should be tearing it up with the Bucks and FTR and the Lucha Brothers, and we're going to get to talk about some of those tag teams here in a little bit when we preview probably um, – or potentially we are, maybe I tip my hand on what one of my three things for, for the next week is, but, um, and they're not, they're just, they're, you know, the, the inner circle out Jericho, of course, is strong. Hager's been kept pretty strong. Um, Guevara was the lovable loser. Um, but he, he was, his character could do that. His character could lose, win some matches here and there and be really annoying. And I was okay with that. Um, Santana and Ortiz should be near the top of the card and it just, bugs me that they're booking them in my eyes so poorly uh, on the wins and loss side. Uh, they're still on TV every week, so they're certainly not hurting. You know, it's not like they don't have the Shayna Baszler treatment in, in WWE or anything like that, or Bianca Belair or fill in name here. Um, but man, get them some wins against people that aren't jobbers. Um, that, that's just my, my two cents. I, as soon as I heard they were going, you know, that the winners were going to get a tag title shot. I was like, Oh, here we go. Okay, Santana and Ortiz, and maybe they're going to move the tag titles to them, um, you know, to really get them going and and that sort of thing. Well, that's not happening. Yeah, but, and that would have made a lot more sense, in my opinion. You know, again, let me armchair book if you don't mind. But, yeah, no matter who the outcome is in that title match, which, of course, happened after this match, nothing against Private Party. I enjoy them quite a bit. But mm -hmm. it would have made smart money to have either Santana and Ortiz be the first challengers for the best friends or 
considering the history, have him go after Page and Omega. Right. My and, word. And you'd have a heel face, you know, dynamic. Um, yeah. No matter what, because best friends, unless so, unless one of those two teams would have turned heel in their match, um, they're both babyface teams. Um, so yeah, I just man, that team. But AEW does a lot of booking things well, I think, um, and they're learning. But boy, it's like they forget that they have this really great tag team that can actually win tag team matches. Would have made so much more sense. Um, well. Any other, uh, I know we, we kept ourselves to three. Is there anything, you know, a three B that you just wanted to get in, but couldn't quite Tom or. I'm going to, I'm going to keep the cap on it. I want to, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to honor the system. We we could go on and on about every match. I'm sure. Uh, You know, the last thing I will say that's just an overarching is it was a fun night of wrestling. Um, Even though it took me a few days to watch it, two really good shows. Um, You know, we didn't really have major complaints about anything. Um, outside of Santana and Ortiz for me. Um, so, the, you know, it was a good night of wrestling, and I expect night two is going to be that way too, which brings us to the lineups for night two, and I do have those as well, Tom. Uh, scroll down here. Uh, so we'll we'll just keep things in the same order. Uh, NXT, Great American Bash night two. They they just announced, although if you're uh, involved with DraftKings, Tom said this was announced two days ago, uh, Johnny Gargano and Isaiah Scott one-on-one. That'll be really good. Damian Priest is taking on Cameron Grimes. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is going to make her debut return, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're going to start pushing her, at least. Legado del Fantasma of uh, Santos Escobar, Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild take on Drake Maverick, Tyler Breeze, and Fandango. Uh, we got a street fight with Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. And then, of course, the NXT and North American title match winner take all. Adam Cole and Keith Lee. Um, Fighter Fest Night 2 um, also has had an addition today. Um, there was going to be apparently an interview with Tony Schiavone interviewing Taz and Brian Cage. And Tony Khan has said that Taz is going to make an announcement that will send shockwaves through the wrestling world. Take that for what you will. Um, of course, Brian Cage was supposed to fight John Moxley on Night 2. That's been pushed back a week because this actually was taped last week. Um, and Moxley couldn't get back yet uh, due to uh, his wife having COVID and him being exposed. So, um, and that's out there publicly, so I don't feel bad about saying it. Uh, so uh, that's been pushed back to next week, which is apparently Fight for the Fallen. We're going to do that right away. Um, Nyla Rose is also going to be in action. And I believe they said on commentary when they were running down the lineup last week that she has a surprise for us this week, whatever that means. Uh, Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. SCU versus Brody Lee, Grayson, and Colt Cabana of the Dark Order, perhaps. <laughs> Cabana has uh, not yet joined officially. Right. He has not. Um, but he did drink the water that was handed to him a few weeks back, which I thought was interesting storytelling, maybe. Um, and maybe it meant nothing. Maybe he was just warm and had water. It's one step away from Kool Aid. All you got to do right. is mix That's it what up. I'm saying. It's just the little packet, you dump it in. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> We're sick. AEW tag title match, uh, as we talked about, Omega and Page versus Private Party. I assume Matt Hardy will be hanging out um, with the Hardy Party. Uh, eight-man tag with Young Bucks and FTR taking on The Butcher, The Blade, and The Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. And what I think probably will be the main event, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. Um, at least that makes the most sense to me to be the main event for night two. Uh, so we're what three big we're doing three big things again. Three big things you're looking forward to. Uh, what's your number one for night two coming up this week? 
so and just to just to restate, I I remember uh, by doing the fingers counting on my hand because I can do that still. Uh, six matches for NXT. How many for AEW? Uh, six as well. Okay. Six as well. That's Not interesting. Counting, yeah, six. Because yep. they, they both did five last week. So that's interesting that they're going to run back with same amount of time and more matches. Although I, you would think the Mercedes Martinez match on NXT and the Nyla Rose match on AEW will probably be squashes from the sounds of things. That, yeah, which is fair. Hey. That's fair. Yeah. Um, all right. So thank you for, for crunching numbers there. Uh, and I'll get yeah. back. On, I'll get back on track with the, with the why we're here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start with, 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 with both. Like, I think the match, I'm, uh, the tied match that I'm most looking forward to, but then also my, lo- my lamenting about that match, which I think I've been very clear here in the past, the winner take all match. I have high, high hopes from, and four. <laughs> I don't see that match having a conclusive finish because I believe very strongly Karrion Cross is showing up to wreck shop. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll gladly uh, profess that that error of my ways next week here on Two Spot Monkeys. Uh, I just think though that they're not gonna they're not gonna change the belt for either guy at this point. Um, and that Karrion Cross, with kind of the way things were, they were both involved with the, with the hourglass. Uh, I just I think he sticks his head in. Now, if if they swerve us and they do do a title change, that some outside interference backfires, and then we get a tournament. You and I both know we'd love that. We love our tournaments. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um. Yeah, that, that was actually my number one as well, is Cole and Lee. Um, I, I think this match is going to be really, really good. I am a huge fan of both gentlemen. Uh, I, I, I'm there with you on I don't know that this has a, a full finish. However, if they promise winner take all and don't deliver, is that bad too? Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I Cross is going to show up, I think, somehow in that match or after the match or something um does he want one of them to have both belts so he only has to go after one person for both belts i don't know do they do they do the new japan thing um and, and that's one of my questions here is what do they do with the north american title if one either cole or lee um does win outright usually in matches like this and i say usually and there haven't been all that many um Usually it's the secondary champ beats the world champ because that just makes a little more sense when you're unifying titles than having the world champ, you know, eat up a title he doesn't need. Um, So if they do that, I would lean towards Keith Lee winning the NXT title. And Cole is, with the exception of Karrion Cross, starting to run out of uh, challengers in NXT a little bit. Although you could build up Damian Priest, you could build up Cameron Grimes. You know, there there are people that can get there, Dexter Loomis. so I, I could see Lee winning it. Um, this, this feels like a time where Cole could lose the title. Uh, but, but I agree with you. I, I just don't know, and I have no idea what they'll do with that belt. Um, I don't see them long-term, although they did it with Becky for a little while. Um, you know, I don't see it being Keith two belts or, or Adam two belts 
um, belt, belt, baby, or whatever he said uh, a week or two ago. Um, I, I don't foresee that being a long-term thing if it is. Um, does Cross end up winning the North American title down the, you know, from some of them? I don't know. I, that's part of what I love about this match, I think, is I can't just go, oh, that's going to happen. Um, and, and I like that because that's um, part of the fun of wrestling, right, is getting taken along for the ride. And, and I will be, um, I'm going to be hiding my social media yet again on my phone on tomorrow night because I've got trivia um, so that hopefully I don't get spoiled. Um, and I don't know which one of these I'm going to watch first on Thursday, to be honest with you, while I'm working from home and, and working very hard. If any of my coworkers are watching this, which I'm sure they're not, um, but also having some wrestling on in the background. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that match. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, to see where that goes. So, um, Tom, what's your number, uh, what's your two, what's your number two? Yeah. So my number two would actually be like the thing that I was tied with for the most match. I was most looking forward to, and that's the eight man tag on AEW. <laughs> uh, lo- love, love this match on paper. Um, again, it's which one of these things is not like the other. And I think you could easily point to the butcher and the blade. That being said, I feel like they're going to very much carry their weight in the match. Uh, so I'm eager to see them all mix it up. Uh, in addition to that, I, uh, can't wait to see Ray Phoenix back in the ring. Um, that's going to be awesome. Uh, then you throw in the Young Bucks, and then you throw in FTR, and let me just you know, please g- give me twenty minutes or more of this tomorrow night, and I'm good. And I don't know which direction it can go because it can go a few different directions. Um, but let tease me as long as you want with the with the FTR and the Young Bucks build. Give me some more, baby. You know, uh, it's interesting to me that on our six things uh, between the two of us about night one, we had six different things. Um, so far, we are two for two on the same things that we have written down uh, or or pulled together for this night, which is I had the eight man tag written down as well. Um, I almost forgot to write it in the lineup, actually, when I was typing up the lineup and I was like, something doesn't look right. And I went, oh, <laughs> duh. Um, FTR mixing it up with the Lucha Brothers. What? Like, yes, I want to see that. Of course, I want to see that. Um, you know, and like you said, how long do the Young Bucks and FTR coexist? Um, my my belief, and I think I've said this before here on the show, is I, I think that's the match it all out is Young Bucks and FTR. Um, but that's not until September. So you can do an awful lot of build to get there to that match. Um, and, and this probably, well, it's not the start of it since they've already had some interactions. But, um, man, just, just the fact that think about that tag division. Um, in AEW, I mean, you've got the Young Bucks, FTR, Butcher and Blade, Lucha Brothers just in this match. You've got Best Friends. You've got Omega and Page. You've got Private Party. You've got Santana and Ortiz. We've already talked about them. You've got um, the Jurassic Express. I mean, holy smokes, that tag division is just stacked in AEW. And I know that was a goal they had, and and kudos to them. Well, obviously, I think they need a little uh, tweaks to their booking. Um Jeez, Louise, I, I do agree with you. Butcher and Blade are kind of which one of these are not like the other in this match. I, I don't love the new white outfits, all white that they're wearing. Like that, it's weird. Um, the black they had before made a lot more sense. Uh, and I'm trying to think to their match with FTR a couple of weeks ago, whether they wrestled in white or whether they were back to their black outfits. I don't remember. Um, I think they were in white, but you know what would add to the aesthetic is if they had blood on it. Right. Right, because they're the butcher and the blade, Um, you know, and um, my assumption would be 
the blade most likely um, takes the fall in the match and, and the young bucks and FTR win it. But, um, but you could do it. Like you said, you could go a lot of different ways too. There could be tension between FTR and young bucks and, and one of them ends up pinned. Um, the young bucks are not afraid to do the job uh, for other teams in AEW. They've shown that time, time again. So uh, they, they certainly could. Um, I love the Pentagon is back. I'm a big Pentagon fan. Um, like you said, Phoenix being back is awesome. Um, thank goodness he wasn't more seriously hurt on that awful dive a month ago or so. Uh, you know, like I said, Pentagon's back from Mexico. That's awesome. These two are great. Hopefully Pac can come back from uh, the UK sometime soon. We get Death Triangle going again, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon since apparently Europe is not allowing anyone from the US in. So they're probably not really letting anybody come our direction either right now. Um, not to get into world politics and health, but um, I'd like Pac back. That's all I'm saying. I'd like to get him back. Um, but man, that eight-man tag is going to be something something to watch. Um, it, it's. I agree with you. It's up there. There's a lot of matches tomorrow night. Um, this definitely feels like the bigger night for each of them um, out of the two nights, which makes sense. You want to build um, through the two nights of these events, but uh, that's definitely high on my list. What is your number three thing that you're thinking about, Tom? I'm going to break the rule, so I apologize before I get to three. I just want to bring you back because we didn't talk about it in the three big things from last week. Just yeah. the whole ending after the tag title match when FTR came and offered beers to Hangman and Omega, and then Omega dumped it out and the Bucks had to come. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or thought about this or like the twinkle in your eye went off, but an Omega Young Bucks versus Hangman and FTR six man. Mm. May, uh, may maybe I mean I don't know if they would do that before they would do the first ever FTR Young Bucks uh, straight up tag. But I'd rather than not, but I would I I agree. So I, that was that's how I felt too. But I just thought, man, when I saw the way they were interacting in the ring, like not that they want to like you know have a feud over beer, right? Because in the end, that's what it was about, right? Kenny just wasn't going to drink the beer and he poured it out and he offended him. Well, a little, little hokey, nonetheless. Like I just I went to the. You know, those they, those six could tear it up. So, yeah, L little hokey, but it, it made me think about I had brought up, I think I think I did anyways. Maybe it's just when I'm talking to myself about these things, too, though. But um, <laughs> that maybe it won't be Paige who eventually turns. And, and when Omega poured that beer out, I just went, huh, may, maybe that's where they go. And we get the cleaner back. Um, I don't know. It, again, little things like that. I love little storytelling like that where you're like. Huh. Wonder why he did that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, my my third thing is going to be uh, Orange Cassidy Jericho. Uh, after Four three, that's who we are. <laughs> well, so I mean, we're we're reaching for the low hanging fruit. I mean, let's be fair, you know. And that's the thing. We, you know, it's it's it's. I think it's easier to gravitate towards the the marquee, which is what we're doing, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I think we each have our own kind of spin on it, which is cool. Um, when you've had a chance to digest something differently, you can say, hey, you know, the first course was good. The second course, not so much. Third course, eh, the dessert was even better. Uh, well, here, you know, this, this, and I agree with your opinion that this, I think, will also be the main event tomorrow night. Um, I did not see the pack Orange Cassidy match that got a lot of rave reviews when that happened. Was that at uh, Revolution? Revolution, yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, right. So, so I'm really... 
interested. Not that I, not that Jericho and Pack are, are like in ring the same, but then they can be. They Jericho can be like that. I'm eager to see how this comes together and how they put a match together with with what they've done to build, which I think has been great. Uh, the brawl that I think you were referring to, I think that was two weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. It, it begins to blur after a while. Um, no, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. The, the closing of the, the go-home show for Fighter Fest night one was the brawl between Jericho and Omega. Or <laughs> Jericho and Orange Cassidy, excuse me. So right. that's that's where he got hit with the camera jig and came up bleeding. So and then took and then did the big dive. So yeah, no, the build the build for this has been has been fun. I wasn't too keen on the whole beating him with a sack of oranges way back. Uh, and, and they kept calling them blood oranges, even though they clearly were not. They were regular oranges. They right were on the inside. So yeah, so very high in this. Very very much looking forward to it. I enjoy Orange Cassidy. Uh, it was very hard for me to not pull the trigger and buy an Orange Cassidy T-shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees with their sale over the weekend. Um, but if I buy one more wrestling T-shirt, especially one that has just Orange Cassidy's face on it, I'm pretty sure my wife's gonna take all of my wardrobe money and I won't be able to wear anything. <laughs> and we don't need that. We don't no. want that. Uh, well, first things first. Uh, Check your Facebook Messenger when we get done with recording. Uh, just sent you a link to a YouTube link, Pack versus Cassidy. Give yourself twenty minutes sometime and and check that out. Um, totally worth totally worth eighteen minutes and some odd seconds of your life uh, to to do that. Um, yeah, Cassidy and Jericho was my number three as well. I started off not being a huge Orange Cassidy fan. I had seen a lot of his stuff. Um, I had a subscription for a while and and it's lapsed right now while everything shut down. Um, but to IWTV, uh, and when he was the IWTV inner independent wrestling champion or whatever the title's called there, that Gresham and Tracy Williams have held and, um, Warhorse, I believe still holds it now. Um, I, so I'd seen some of his stuff. I saw his cinematic match with, uh, Stokely Hathaway, which didn't do a whole lot for me to be perfectly honest. Um, so I wasn't huge on Cassidy and he has grown on me big time um, to the point that, well, I wasn't looking at buying a t-shirt. Um, I don't know if you've seen, and I meant to grab the picture so I could put it up on the screen, but I didn't. Um, Jeremy Padauer, who is the designer for the AEW figures uh, that are coming out. He also was the designer, lead designer on the Jack's classic superstar series back um, earlier in the two thousands that were amazing. Um, so these have started out good. Some of the newer pictures, uh, the faces aren't great, um, but it's their first. It's their first series. They'll get better. Um, but he uh, asked about the what, what did fans want to see in the first Orange Cassidy figure, and he actually showed mock-ups uh, that they are going to have pockets on his figure, and his hands will be able to go in his pockets. Um, that attention to detail is just awesome, and I will definitely be ordering an Orange Cassidy figure. Um, probably pre-ordering it from ringside because God knows they'll never show up in Walmart out here. Uh, the way the figures go, we've talked about that offline. Uh, maybe we'll do a figure-themed uh, episode here sometime, but um, yeah, they're never going to show up here. I've still got six series ago that are, are sitting on the shelves out here. Um, Cassidy will definitely be one, though, that I pick up. Um, so Cassidy's grown on me hugely. Um, obviously, Jericho's a fan of him. Jericho's not working with anybody he don't want to work with, let's be honest, at this point in his career. Um, Jericho obviously sees something in him. I think AEW sees something in him. The crowd reacts to the guy. Um, yeah, he, he's a he's a star being made in AEW, and uh, I'm looking forward to that match because that that's always been my thing with Cassidy. 
the slow, lazy stuff at the beginning kind of annoyed me. But when he got going, I was like, man, this guy's really good. Rumor has it that back in the day, he may have been a very uh, high temperature insect in another organization that no longer exists, um, who was also very good. Uh, <laughs> you may or may not. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about there. I can tell from your smile. Um, I don't want to get into that whole organization and, and everything that's happened there. But um, so if that's true, um, we've known for years the guy is good in the ring. Um, so I'm glad to see he's getting that opportunity. And I'm glad to see they're they're finding the mix between the lazy stuff and the and the work um, in the ring because he's very, very good in the ring. Uh, lots of other things we could talk about that we're looking forward to. Um, but like you said, we're going to keep the cap on it um, and not uh, not do that. Although I will say uh, I saw it after I had put together my three things. I am curious about this Taz announcement. Um, little worried about maybe Moxley um, and whether, you know, is he going to have to stay away longer and they're going to have to do something with the title? I don't know. I'm totally thrown against the wall. Uh, Tom, really quick before we head to New Japan, uh, are you watching live tomorrow night, either one of these shows? Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest? Okay. Yep. And yeah. then NXT as you get at get time. Yeah, yeah. For it just it 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 that's how it went last week, and I had I really had such a really enjoyable time of watching it, and I was honestly I actually got pulled away by my kids and stuff in the house multiple times. So thank goodness that I have the ability to hit pause and not have my cable like lapse. Like it was actually it stayed, and I had the biggest fear of like I'm like running and like you know grabbing an insect in the house or some silly thing that you know, happened. And like, I'm fear I'm going to come back down. I'm going to miss like eight minutes of a match. So it didn't happen. Thank goodness. So yeah, not that you needed that extra commentary, but yes, <laughs> fighter fest for sure tomorrow night. And that's then... an A or B question, Tom, come on. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and I think fighter fest will be, it'll be Thursday morning before I'll get a chance to watch um, anything, but I think fighter fest will probably be what I turn on first as well. Um, all right. The last thing we want to talk about is just a new Japan speed round. Um, and, uh, we don't really have a format for this other than to say we wanted to touch on the new Japan cup and also, uh, dominion, uh, which are both coming up this weekend, new Japan cup finals on Saturday and then uh, dominion on Sunday. The first time, uh, new Japan will have fans back in the crowd, uh, which I think is going to be really interesting just to see how that all goes. Um, I've read their rules. I think I mentioned this to you before. Loud cheering is banned. Um, so while they are a quieter crowd to begin with, I just think that's interesting. Uh, they've got to make some noise or it's going to be really awkward if they're all just sitting there like stone cold silent because that's not normal. Uh, but the New Japan Cup, uh, real quickly, uh, much to the chagrin of Tom and I, who both are in a tournament pick'em, um, and I believe we tied with points, which is kind of crazy. Um, we both had Hiromu Takahashi and Shingo in the finals, and uh, neither of those gentlemen are there. Um, here's the, and I pray this doesn't screw up my video feed like the Overdaily did last week. Uh, there it is, Kazushka Okada and Evil in the New Japan Cup finals. Um, they have faced before in big matches. Um, I, I don't know about you, Tom. I don't see any way in heck that Okada doesn't win this match. Um, and they do the rematch. You know, Okada lost the IBGB title at Wrestle Kingdom night two to, to Naito. Evil Naito is kind of interesting, but I I just I don't see any way Okada loses here. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you there. Um, it it makes me go back to the whole like bracket thing from the start, and the guys that are alive in the bracket, it's because of Okada, and it's just like oh, you know what? Sometimes you just have to go with 
with the Duke Blue Devils of the world or the Kazuchika right. Chalk is chalk for a reason. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm eager. I I really enjoyed uh, the matches of both these guys to this point, and so I'm expecting a pretty awesome finale. Um, I'm interested with the Cobra Clutch that Okada's using um, as a as a finish. Uh, so again win and then as he goes on to dominion coming to play with with toe in that match is the question i wonder yep. you locked up a little there tom but i think we got the crux of it um yeah the cobra clutch um you were mentioning and and just whether how that plays in with naito at dominion should yeah. okada win um and uh and yeah i agree and um, you know, I had Hiro- Hiromu winning the thing. I thought Hiromu and Okada had a really good match. Uh, Hiromu and Ishii had a f- fantastic match the round before. Uh, so so looking forward to both of these shows. And then Dominion, they've only announced three title matches so far. Um, obviously, the winner of the New Japan Cup faced as Naito, as we've talked about. Um, they're running Shingo and Show back uh, for the Never Open Weight title. And I know you are smiling ear to ear, as, as am I. Yes, please give me more of that. Um, and then the uh, the tag title match, excuse me, uh, of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi defending against Taichi and Sabre Jr. I think we might get a tag title change. I, I would agree. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would agree with that. I think that's going to happen for sure. Yep, I think I think Taichi and uh, and Saber are probably going to walk out with those belts. Um, I do not see Okada beating Naito. I definitely don't see Evil being Naito if, if he happens to get by Okada. Um, they're, they're not going to go to evil as the champion. They haven't built him nearly enough to make him the double champion. Um, and if you built Naito up that much to just go to Okada right away, unless like Naito's contract is over on Monday, which they all run out at the end of the year on the years they run out. So um, I, I think Naito wins that match too. Um, Shingo and Sho. Sho got the win in the tournament. So I'm going to go Shingo at Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. He's not losing the belt. Nope, not yet. Yeah. Um, but and, I think show's gonna put on a really good show, no pun intended, and and uh prove his worth. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I love their first match, so I expect this to be up a notch plus fans. So yeah. I think there's a match that you forgot about. It's not formally announced, but um based on the semifinal night of the New Japan Cup, Master Wato and Doki. Well, that's that, that, that's is- actually on uh, Saturday. Oh, that, gotcha. that's okay. Yeah. But had- but yeah, Watto. I'm I'm interested to see because they've been showing these vignettes of the way of the Grandmaster for so long, um, and I wondered who it was going to be. Obviously, it's uh, one of their young boys coming back uh, now without having that young lion. I shouldn't say young boys; it's young lion now. Um, <laughs> young lion uh, restriction on him anymore. Uh, I'm interested to see that match. I really am to see Watto uh, work. I don't remember i can't i saw his name it's like hero Kawhi. i think was his young lion name something close to that um i i don't necessarily remember him to be perfectly honest um but we'll see I, the interesting thing um no i'm sorry i was gonna say that and that's wrong um quick aside here um to the lion's break project i don't know if you checked that out yet um on new japan world the the taping they did here in america um <clears throat> carl fredericks um, is also getting out of the lion, young lion program now and has his own 
can have his own look and gimmick and that sort of thing. And that I read somewhere or heard somewhere that he is the first person to not go on excursion. Um, Cause usually the young lions in new Japan go on excursion um, to ring of honor or to CMLL or to other places. Um, and he's the first one to not go on excursion since Tanahashi um, was a young lion. So that's been a long time. A um, and B they definitely see something in Carl Fredericks, which uh, I haven't finished his match yet on that first show uh, from over the weekend. Uh, I saw the the opener, but I haven't finished that tag match yet. Hopefully get that done um, tomorrow, probably. Uh, but I, I've liked what I've seen of him. So interesting. And, and it'll be fun to watch those guys develop here. Yeah, that's on my list to watch. I'm trying to trying to get caught up there and at, obviously down the list of, of the priorities. But again, I paid for another month of New Japan World, so I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, the only thing, I, I, you know, total 30 second aside, it bugged me with New Japan World, and I forgot about this from past, that they charge you on the first of the month regardless. And so when I upped last month and, and jumped back in um, and jumped in in the middle of the month, I paid for a full month, but only got two weeks. Kind of sucks. Me yeah. too. Yep. You and I yeah. both. Kind of sucks. Most things don't run that way. Um, they run on, you know, 30 day rollovers, but uh, not New Japan. But was I so mad that I canceled my subscription? Heck no. Still going to watch Japan this weekend. Uh, I wish English commentary would be, be being done live on this, these shows, but they both say English commentary will be added at a later date, like the other New Japan Cup shows. Um, so I'll be watching them Saturday and Sunday with Japanese commentary, because I'm not waiting a couple of days. Uh, assuming I have time, which I think I will this weekend. We'll see. Um, looking forward to it. So, Tom, anything else you want to uh, hit before we get out of here? No, that's good. We're going to come back uh, next week. Uh, same time, same place, new episode. And it's the horror show preview. Yes, the Ooh. horror show. And as I teased earlier, I'm going to have some things to say about Eye for an Eye. <laughs> and, and and we get to resume our, our pick'em competition. So yes, I look, we do. I look, which, uh, you have a two-match lead, I believe, right now. So Yeah, look forward to that. So it'll be we'll fun. See, we'll see who picks whose eye. In uh, anyways, <laughs> who's got the eye for the picks? Is Vince Russo back in WWE? I just, anyways, all right. Um, all right, guys. You, this is why you don't do Bruce Pritchard for two brands, right? Right, because Bruce is overworked, clearly. Yes. If that's the best idea he has, bring somebody in. I don't care who. Um, uh, anyways, we won't uh foul our new Japan talk with uh, eye for an eye stuff. Uh, everybody stay safe. Uh, if you're out and about, wear a mask. Let's just get through this thing, guys. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, let's get through this thing. Let's have some fun. And as always, uh, hit the comments. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. See ya. Have a good week, everybody.